Welcome back to the Far Out Wisdom Podcast. Today, I have two lovely ladies. We were supposed to do this uh, about, I think, like a month ago, but um, the internet connection was bad on JB's end because she lives in Florida, so that's like hellhole and internet sucks in her side of the country. And we have Leon Armstrong, who was a previous guest on the Far Out Wisdom podcast under the series of Free Flow Mind Sex. So ladies, welcome to my domain. (laughs) So if you guys are familiar with the podcast, you guys know who Leon is. Um, But we have a new person that's going to be a frequent face on my podcast, and that's JB. JB, could you introduce yourself to my audience of who you are? Yeah, sure. Uh, my name is JB. That's JB Mac um, on Facebook. I am somewhat of a comedian and a goofball. Um, and I'm excited to be here. This is my first time being a guest on any podcast. Um, and I plan on starting my own up shortly. So this is good practice for me. So everybody, she's a little bit shy at the moment, but don't let that fool you. Okay. <laughs> if, you are, if you are friends with us on Facebook, JB is the meme queen. Okay. She makes majority of her memes just like I do. Um, but her memes are a little bit more uh, of say, aggressive. <laughs> she makes dick jokes. She makes vagina jokes. She makes all kinds of jokes. But the only joke that she hasn't done yet the only joke she hasn't done yet is it's Asian jokes or like racist jokes, which is fine. She's not going to step over that line and it's um, Facebook is going to get for her. So she's on a 30 day ban right now because she, <laughs> she posted some. Okay, go ahead, Jay. Explain the meme that you posted that got you in the Zuck jail. Okay, so I'm what. Uh... I'm what you would call a frequent flyer in Facebook prison. Um, This particular meme, it was a photograph of some very large white women laying naked on the floor. Um, And the the meme caption was, when you're thawing chicken out in the sink. Now, they flagged me (laughs) for sexual content, so... Do with that what you will. There was nothing sexual going on. Um, you know, there was a. <clears throat> I was in. A, I'm so Lee and I are, were in a meme group, pretty much the one that I made. And JB, I forgot to invite you in, in that one. Um, <clears throat> I don't know why, but um, I got in trouble for for posting a meme, and it's a it's cyanide and happiness. It's a comic book, and it's uh, it's 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 Hitler and. Um, <clears throat> A person came from the side. He said, no, what are you doing, Fear? And then then Hitler shot himself in the head. He goes, I'm going to face um, the master of the Jews. And then so I got in trouble for that. And it's, it's pretty much just Jesus Christ and Adolf Hitler fighting with laser eyes coming at each other. And then I got in trouble again for Joseph Stalin and Adolf Hitler fighting each other. Can you fucking believe that shit? I don't know why. I I get in trouble for posting dictators, and she get in trouble for posting fucking fake net, net like fake fat white girls. I mean, like, that, is that historically inaccurate though? What you posted? I thought that's what happened. <laughs> so it, it's just like it doesn't make any sense. And and the, and and before we we began, we were talking about like censorship, uh. and we noticed that our right wing friends are getting more of the blow. 
than in comparison to our left wing friends. So I don't know about you guys. I have left wing friends as well. And, and so like the shit that they post, you know, like the aggressive, like Antifa and stuff like that, they get away with shit in comparison to, I don't know, like the 3% around the prob wars or something. And, and the prob wars are all removed from um, the platform. Absolutely. Even, yeah, even the, the main uh, Enrique is removed. Mm, that boy is as, so funny. I haven't seen him at all. Have you? Liam, why you made us like anything recently? There are no question. What happened? I was like, why do you make it? Why do you make it seem that you've seen him recently? I'm like, wait a minute. She, I go, I go. You haven't seen Taurus in a while, and she goes, mm. I'm like, what the fuck? One <laughs> thing for him. Shapey. <laughs> No, I have not seen him, but I might run into him seeing I got to go down to Florida anyway soon. He lives but, in Florida? I mean, we I'm not sure if he actually lives there, but I know he congregates them. I'm pretty sure he does live there. But I mean, I've, I mean, I've seen his sock. He's added me on there, but then I think they just kind of go away because Facebook catches them. But I've heard he's on Telegram. Telegram is too busy for me, so I'm not on it. But Telegram is a lot to keep up with. I find it difficult. It is. But I, I, you see his pictures. I mean, the dude's fine. You might as well just admit it. Yeah, he's he is. <laughs> How tall? Are you? you know what? Okay, to be honest with you. Okay, so Enrique, we're cool, bro. All right, you and I, we had a conversation back and forth. We're cool, but um, you look like you're my height, bro. <laughs> He's taller than me. Um, he's I don't know how to tell you. I'm only, I'm only four. Okay, okay, <clears throat> listeners, I'm only, I'm four feet something. But on my license, I, I, on my license, <clears throat> I say that I'm five feet something. It's because I want to look intimidating. Rawr. All right, You're and so I. Cute. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like a little, like a Pikachu. All right, they call me Pikaboon. You know, so but. <laughs> I want to be intimidating, yo. That's pretty much what I want to do. I want to be intimidating, but um, I haven't sp- spoken to Taurus in a while. Um, I know that uh, majority of the Proud Boys are purged from the platform. <coughs> so I haven't seen him. All I know is that he's running for, like, the office um, for, like, the Republican seat or something like that. And that's pretty much all the information that I know about him. But, yeah. um, um to to the listeners again we're not prop boy thoughts all right no we're not like some of the women that i see are like groupies to the prop boys so you know like i was like come on come on guys relax chill out you know what okay maybe i'm a little bit jealous because i want some hoes chasing me all right (laughs) wouldn't i be fucking awesome you know what derby girls yeah Oh my god! I'm sorry. I'm just. I can't. Y'all, you both already. I'm just cracking up over here. Derby girls are rough, man. I don't know if you want those problems. Mm-mm. Her fans are out of control, Boone. Hers are just like we have one that went from her page and then jumped on my page and started crap with me, and then Danny got into it, and that's how he caught his fan. Oh yeah! Oh my god. <laughs> So like I've a never derby, a, a bigot. A derby a derby girl got you guys? Is that what you guys are saying? No, no. She she jumped. Um this was a 
this was one of my Facebook friends uh, called me a bigot. So then Leon stepped in um, to defend me, as she does. I love her. And then uh, he started talking crap back. And then there was this whole big thing. Danny got involved. Danny ended up getting a Facebook ban because of something he said to the young man. Um, I said young man. What I mean is asshole. I mean, he called him a fake vet. That's so uncool, man. On so many levels. The guy was in Iraq like three times. And when Danny gets mad, he does this. You can't speak to me this way. I was in Iraq. I would have killed you. I kill kids. You know what happens when you shoot kids? They pop like water balloons. So if- Fuck. <laughs> Is this what's been going on between fucking you two? Damn. It's like, I see, I miss the fucking drama it's not it's not because i want to be in drama is that the censorship again we circle back to to what we started with facebook is ridiculous and and of course you know there's gonna there's gonna be people people that's gonna listen that's gonna be jb's on jb's friends friends let me say something to you guys and i really really will fucking appreciate it stop asking for boob pics I'm going to go a little bit close to my microphone, like ASMR. Stop asking for a boot pics of Jennifer, please. (laughs) Jesus. I mean, come on, man. I mean, it's like, okay. It's like you coming up to me, okay? I don't have nice sets of bitches like Jennifer, okay? Let's admit that. I'm fine with my sets of bitches. I love my little, little, it's not even watermelons, like fucking oranges, Okay. I love my orange and chocolate nips. I I love it. I go, but you don't, I don't go to JB and ask her, hey, let me see your boob pics. You know, I love tits. Who doesn't fucking love tits? It's amazing. I go, but come on, guys. You guys sound really fucking pathetic, to be honest with you. I mean, okay, you're horny. I get it. I go, there's Pornhub. There's, it's. All the boobies are there in the world. I go, but the moment that you start like kind of harassing her and saying the same shit over again, it's the same fucking dudes, man. And I'm just like, come on, the thirst game is strong, guys. You know, it's like I'm, I'm, and I just, it's so funny. But then when you make the argument that she deserves it, come on, dude. Well, it's like we were talking about before we started recording. To some extent. A lot of it has to do with my sense of humor, and they feel that I'm approachable in that way. And there are guys that have said, you know, well, it's your fault you put yourself out there like that. I wouldn't say that there's a fault. Like, there's a negative connotation there when you say it's someone's fault. But I can understand. It's almost like why OnlyFans is so popular, too. And I hear people say a lot, well, I don't understand guys that pay to see it. I would never pay to see it. It's not that they're looking just to see a naked body. I think they like feeling like there's some kind of connection there as well. Mm -hmm. So when Mm -hmm. I'm engaging with them on Facebook, you know, they're attracted to me. They want to see this thing, but then they also feel comfortable to do so because they feel like we have a relationship. You have a lot of relationship then. (laughs) I need to slow down. You know, it's like the, the, it's a lot of relationship, and you know what? I I, I don't get it as much, and um, um, uh, because my profile has my 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 own little white boy <clears throat> on it. All right, so he's not going to appreciate that 
at all. So, but I used to. Um, sometimes I get messages from like random dudes. They're saying, "Oh, well, you're very pretty." Oh, thank you. And it's it's it, when it's it's not the fact that I don't like comments. Nothing wrong with comments, and I'm very polite. And you guys know that I'm very. I'm even though like I'm a bitch sometimes, but I'm really approachable. So when somebody make a compliment and say you're really beautiful, oh thanks, man, appreciate it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they and then the conversation just went. Let me see some titties. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> what the fuck? You know, it's like, and it's just like you know, Jennifer, you made a great point. It's just that they want that connection there, and um, it, at the same time, you want to get mad at them, but at the same time, you really understand that some people are just lonely. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. that's the sad part, and so that's pretty much all they have. So, like, the, you know, the the industry of cuddling and shit, it's it's really big, and um, I think JB posted somebody sharing a picture of her fucking foot, and I'm like, the fuck, I went to college. For how much, how long, and then all I could do is just sell a picture of my feet. Come on, man. <laughs> no, it's like it, it's, it's five five thousand friggin' dollars a month selling pictures of her feet. It blows my mind, right? You know, and I have little feet. You know, I have little teeny tiny feet, and it's it's just not. I don't know. It's just not my thing. And it's just like, to me, it's like in my culture, our, our feet is where we step, you know, it's, um, we were, we were taught to not, not bring our shoes inside the house. I know, I know you guys are yeah. like in with the Japanese culture. We don't bring our shoes into the house. We don't wear it into the house because that came from outside. So your feet, it's dirty. So I don't look, it's all fetish. You know, I'm, I'm off of Liberty, man. If you want to suck fucking nasty ass toes, by all means, do what you got to do, but take that the fuck away from me, man. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna show any foot whatsoever on my end. So, but um, have you seen mine? I'm that, that. That's why I made that post the other day, and I'm just like, because <laughs> I see all these feet pick comments. I'm just laying it out there. I'm just gonna be honest. My feet are ugly. There's no way in the world I'm going to try to sell any pictures of this. Who? I mean, I've been in athletic shoes for a long time like I was in dance you do tap jazz ballet point your feet get pretty banged up you know like I have scars on the top my broken toes mostly like from where the leather of the shoes like would rub um and same thing like my feet started looking like real cute and then I decided let me just join roller derby and then like a couple months of that I was like oh girls you will not be in any pictures (laughs) Somebody listening to this right now who's drooling, like, I want to see those things. <laughs> Please don't. I'm telling you it's ugly, and there's a tattoo on the very top of the left one. Girl, $20 yeah. is $20. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking bad right there. You can, buy, you can buy so much fucking toilet paper, bitches, with that money. We'll yeah. just sell Danny's sweet pictures, though. And Chafee, we'll just sell... Oh, I haven't showed... Mm. Oh, I'm not Change even... your subject. Yeah, I'm, subject. <laughs> I'm not talking about that cloth today. <laughs> so you guys, you uh, like, <clears throat> so I met these girls. Um, the first one I came across was Leon. So Leon, um, we met through mutual friends, right? Mutual friends, mm-hmm. and I remember seeing her live. And then I met JB because it was during <clears throat> the. <clears throat> the, the gun rally back in Virginia and JB posted a, a cute video of herself eating an apple and so that's pretty much where the friendship started 
And so we've been friends, all of us for about like, what, eight months. And the <clears throat> the connection is there because we are very different in comparison to other women because other women like to talk shit about each other's back. So I don't know about you guys of friendship with women, but but from my experience, I never really got along with with all women. The women that I got along were much older. Mm-hmm. They're more aggressive, they're more masculine, and they have a dirty fucking mouth. I love those women. Why? Because they're real. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> they're really yeah. honest. And so um, you guys are uh, what I would say patriots, right? Yes. 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 So both of you guys are in this movement. Um, so what is it like? as a woman in the patriot movement. So if some some of my listeners are left-leaning. They When they understand, like, patriotism, they think about just men with, you know, fucking military suits and guns. But these women, if you guys go to their profile, which I'm going to link in the description below, they're absolutely gorgeous women. And they're very, <clears throat> they're very feminine in their own way. And like I said, they're absolutely gorgeous. But they're patriots as well. So you guys, can you guys tell me a little bit about, you know, the movement, um, Anyone, anyone between yeah, the two. Um, Leon, Leon's way more into it than I am in the respect that she actually goes to these rallies and these protests. Um, I try to stay out of that side of it. I've had bad experiences with that part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was raised by military and uh, Leon was as well. Um, I'm very... I'm very much constitutionalist. Um, I don't subscribe to either party's uh, bullshit. Mm -hmm. Um, I think for myself, I speak for myself. I try to make decisions for myself that make sense. Mm -hmm. Not because, you know, someone told me this is the way I have to think. I've not experienced any of the flack that I know a lot of women in the Patriot movement do get. Um, I know a lot of times I hear from women that, you know, guys call them fake or you're just doing this to get attention or, you know, if the boogaloo ever did happen, you wouldn't know what to do with yourself. I don't get any of that. Um, I usually get really positive feedback. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure um, what Leon sees at these rallies, but I I feel nothing but support on my end. Mm -hmm. For for me, for the most part, I've had – um, a positive reaction, but as far as the negativity, I've had uh, had it hit me a lot more because I had been very vocal and outward given my, my past affiliations. Mm-hmm. And so what they saw was this, what they assumed was a single girl just trying to um, get, I guess I would say some see me as just trying to to gain my legs again, because there really is no reaction on how to um, process grief. And for me, it was in the early part was just flirt, 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 party, party, party. This is a Derby Mm -hmm. life. And that is part of Derby culture is to have that sort of sexual empowerment. And then when you carry that into the right, they assume that you really are just like you're hopping around. And, And that's what was bad was I got called. I was a slut for leaving a relationship and then falling in love with someone else. And that was the part that I didn't appreciate because a lot of the patriots out there, they're Republican. I'm not Republican. I'm not Democrat. I'm Libertarian. And on top of being that, a lot of them are pretty much Christian or hold Christian values. I am not Christian either. I'm heathen. 
and I'm a devout heathen, so we are a little bit more, um, I'm very respectful in my relationship, but we are a little bit more open, I guess, sexually, more fluidly. I don't sleep with other people. I haven't. And I felt like I shouldn't have had to explain that to the public. But yet I was answering the people who were telling me to call my quote unquote bot behavior down or don't post pictures of him or, well, we all decided you moved too fast. Who are you as a, as a crowd of people who are supposed to be my brothers and sisters to judge me, my personal actions, when you are in fact in a, a group of people who have decided that this is what you're not going to do. It was a mm. hypocrisy there. And I've seen them do this to not just me, but to another transgender female. And she was at the point too. She's like, I'll leave this movement. And when you're body shaming or your behavior shaming women, when men damn well know that this is how they behave anyways, women tend to feel a little bit fractured about it and kind of become what we've seen as now fem Nazis. Mm. And I have been called that, like, since when have you become such a fan Nazi? Since when have you become so left? Since when have you been speaking up for women? I've always spoke up for women. I've always, mm. always, haven't I, JD? I've always been like, boom, about women. And, you know, I was told to not use my feminine power, cover my tits away. Why am I going to cover up my tits after skating three hours and it's 90 degrees and, hum- and humidity ridden Florida? I'm not going to. I'm going to air them out. I'm airing them out right now. But that was seen as like slut behavior. Oh, look, her tits are out. She must want this attention. And, you know, I've had guys sit there. So you're so nice to me. Why are you so nice? Well, I'm nice to generally everyone. So you won't cheat on your man? No. Why would I want to cheat on him? Why would I want anybody? I have a man. I love my man. I'm good. Why would I want him? You know, that was... That was pretty much the, the, the perspective I was gaining out of it. Or, you know, I would get the, so I see you and your little girlfriend. Uh-huh. So uh, can I hook up with you guys? No. Sometimes it does seem like they're trying to test these traditional values they feel like you should have. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I get that. I I do get that, definitely. And I do catch flack for the crap that I wear, too. But ultimately, I'm the one that buys my clothes, so I don't really give a shit. (laughs) That's really the simple answer. I love that about her. Because sometimes we could be talking about things, like, together. And I could be going, and I have a bad habit of doing that, going on and on just to get finally to the point. And JB's just like, fuck it. This is just the simple (laughs) fact of it. Like, right like this thing happened you know this thing happened you've come to terms with it now like there's time for a conclusion like you like you just you're at the end who cares whatever <laughs> why was all those steps difference between a leo <laughs> well, I'm a libra, and i'm i'm absolutely a libra i'm like oh okay whatever move on food and i are lions so we're all like this is just what we do like we get this weird outwardly perspective like of the whole thing and then you're just like well fuck it like i got my heart broken by a dirty girl like i really love this girl and yes. i was just like going out and jb was sitting there telling me the whole time like you know leon it's not gonna work out because she only cares about herself and i'm like look look i hear you but <laughs> I can change it. Like, I was, like, all so for so when a girl, like, broke my heart. I'm sitting here, like, 
you're right she's just like fuck her you want me to come up there and i'm sitting here like i just can't understand why won't she love me maybe i need to get better at it and i can prove her like i'm still like on this montage it's just like man fuck this hoe well, it's like so. I see the same thing. What 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 you you two are talking about. So I'm not um, to the listeners, to the audience. I'm not in any political organization. So if I do pl- make a political statement, I make it um, solo, and I have always been a solo person. Now these two are, like I said, they're absolutely beautiful women, and so I have a different look on. So the the patriot mo- movement is a little bit different, and you know, they you guys can push back a little bit. So the reason why I'm not in the Patriot movement or anything like that is because I don't like to belong to a political organization. It's because I like the idea of open-mindedness. Um, so I view women, women a little bit different than the right-wing you know, faction here in the United States. And we have to remember, they're not all the same. So their experiences experience is not a, a necessarily like a generalization of everybody like that. Because I've met some Patriots who are really... Um, very very good men and women so i see it a little bit different so my political position it's more of kind of the old school liberalism so i'm really open-minded i don't view women as women should stay home or women should do this do that or anything like that because i i actually believed in the idea of equality now i i understand like the bio but the biological um differences between men and women and between women and women so if you guys don't know this jb and leon can whip my ass and that, that, that's the end of it they can whip my ass both of them can they're a lot they're a lot stronger than i am mentally and physically because i'm first of all i'm lazy all right so I'm, and i'm tiny and they can fuck me up all right so i understand that portion of it and i go but however you know sometimes the things that i i see you know them calling you know especially women to that's right wing the things that I hear that say against him, I'm just, come on. Because I'm, I'm going to push back to the right-wing people who's going to listen, who are our friends. You know, the idea of liberty, which is the principle in the Constitution, that includes women as well. So if they wear, they choose to wear stuff that shows their kahunas, all right, they can't. Because it's liberty. So are you are you a constitutional, you know, Republican? Or are you, you know... Because it's life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, right? And if they want to release the boobies for happiness, because if you guys don't know, boobies are like balls, it has to be released eventually. And I see women are, and and like I said, I see women so beautiful. We're mothers. All three of us, we're mothers. And we understand our, our duty to our little babies our little cubs we get that we're not neglecting that but at the same time we understand our sexuality as well we're it's 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 a way of of sexiness you know we love to be sexy as well there's a difference between being a slut and being sexy we understand the difference i go but when it becomes you know when you're telling us when you start to say oh no you can't do that because the fact that you are a woman then we're going to push back on you because then what position are you? Are you a paleoconservative then? I mean, is, is that what it is? But the moment that you say they can't be right wing because they show their boobies, that's when I'm going to push back because you're a hypocrite. You, you have no idea what the Constitution is then. You, you know, know so- or just are, con- are correlating the fact the way how we dress straight over to self-respect. 
I really right. absolutely hate that comparison. I've seen it. I've seen it when I was in that organization and seeing my own brothers and sisters say that. The way how I dress has nothing to do about my own self-respect because mm. I dress quite pious at one point when I was was married to my first. I never cheated on him and I had zero self-respect for myself because if I did, when he was going around doing his thing and behind my back, I would have left. So having clothes and self-respect, wearing certain clothes and self-respect have nothing to do with it. I can wear my shorts and my tits out and I respect myself. I respect Danny. He knows I'm not going to go and crawl on top of another guy and do anything with him. And I know he's not going to. I respect myself better in this relationship and respect myself as a person in this point of my life than I did dressing like a self-respected person, if that makes any sense. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. I think pull a lot of this from their um, their biblical beliefs as well. I mm. think that they hold tight to those. I'm not Christian um, mm. at all. So a lot of that's never bothered me. Um, I grew up Catholic, so I mean, I'm familiar with it, but they think that there should be some level of modesty with women. And if that's what you believe, that's fine. Um, I feel like the way I dress is very empowering. I don't feel like I present myself like a slut. And I honestly feel like even if I did or even if I was, because I do acknowledge sex work as work, and I know I'm going to catch a lot of shit for saying that, um, especially with, you know, politically, um, I do acknowledge sex work as work. So I'm certainly not bashing anybody that does it for a living, but I don't feel like me showing a little cleavage is a direct correlation with me being a whore mm. or, or any other woman. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know if you guys know this. I think Leon does know this, but I actually used to be liberal mm-hmm. and I actually used to call myself a feminist. Mm. Um, this was years and years ago. I didn't... I didn't think that what I was was anything – you know how it is. Like, there's a two-party system here, and they definitely want you to feel like you have to fit into one or the other. And I knew that I wasn't fully conservative, and I knew that I wasn't fully Democrat, um, but I just kind of went with – I don't know. I guess kind of like what the media told me that I needed to be mm-hmm. as a woman, as a young woman. Um, so I read a bunch, I familiarized myself with, um, different political views. I realized that I'm obviously libertarian and I'm very like down the line libertarian. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was a process. Obviously I do not agree with the feminist movement. I think that it started out very honestly, I think that it was necessary when it started, but I think that it's turned into a huge joke. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that uh, the, the fallout from both sides, from the conservatives bashing feminism to the feminists, you know, bashing conservatives, and then every woman that falls in between who's not one or the other side. Yeah. yeah. If that I I have to say you called it spot on because that's what being libertarian, we're able to navigate on both sides. Like we can, we see things that other sides aren't seeing because we're not on a far extremity either. And I would have to say it comes from the left, the right dishes it back out. I mean, 
if a traditional home value of a husband working and a wife staying home to raise the kids and the homestead is what someone feels is their, their empowerment as a woman, then more power to them. Good. But if they feel like, hey, I got to be the partner in this too, or if they want to run the house and the man stays home, that's their right too. No matter what, if people feel like it's cucking a male or whatever it is that they like to use terms, I don't mm-hmm. think that should have to matter. For me, I am okay with being in this, like Danny has made it like, hey, I want to be the head household. We're partners on a lot of things, but this year I think I should take the lead. You know what? Mm-hmm. I've been a single parent for how long? And so, you know, cool. Take the lead. He doesn't ask for much. It works for us. Like I can work. I'm allowed to work. I did work until the COVID, but um, he said this is how I like it. And because I was I was brought up to believe that both both of those can work, I'm I'm all right with um, basically just <laughs> bacon <Yeah>. bread, <laughs> cooking, homeschooling, bopping kids on the head like Mike. <laughs> He's like, suck his dick and pray to Jesus. And that's it. That's it. You know, Honestly, of a right? case, you know? the Odin, that's actually pretty much all that Danny has. Feed me, fuck me, and, and scratch my head. And not even the fuck It's just mostly scratch my head. Scratch my head. Hey, I'm hungry. Yes, you're hungry. It's three in the morning. Can you uh, go bake that bread you could do? Sure, you're probably not getting it until about five in the morning, but whatever. I'm not sleeping either. It no, it's more like... Yeah, it's it's more like a a, a thing where, like um, I have said in previous podcasts, and I think it's the one that I did with Leon as well. Um, I I honestly believe in 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 raising our boys and girls to become productive mem- members of society. The moment that you play that game of you know you see magtow playing that game and then you see the feminist playing that game well you know just like I po- the post that i posted a leon and i think jb sees it too she's on band but she sees it too that we are so broken into factions of this game of intersectionality so in a, a, a an episode that i'm going to do with mccall jones is going to come ne- out next week we're going to talk about intersectionality and how it's going it's it's more of an identity war there's the race war you hear about the race war but the identity war includes all that and i i don't like the idea of you know, uh, the guys stay home or the woman stay home. I want all you guys to be productive in society. If the man's going to be home, do laundry, cook dinner, whatever. If the woman's going to be home, pick a garden, do something. And it, it's Absolutely. it's bred in yeah, it's bred in me and how I see it. So even my kids, even my son, you know, I tried to make him productive as much as possible because this idea of use, uselessness, it's it makes a person feel no purpose. In society, and when a person doesn't have purpose, what's going to happen to them? They're going to join radical organizations, especially young men as well. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah, so you see a lot of now. You're starting to see a lot of the Antifa members are beginning to be uh, taken over by women. Well, you don't have purpose, and it doesn't matter. Purpose is no; it has no sexual identity or anything like that. We all need purpose in our lives. I don't care if it's a job. I don't care if it's in your relationship or anything like that. So when you play that game, um, you are basically trying to play the victim card. You hear that a lot. You hear that a lot on the right right wing. They say victim card. Some people misuse it, but I'm using it in a way where, you know, the moment that you have that victim mentality, 
that's you're stepping into dangerous territory. That's the moment that you start to blame other people for your problems. And so what's that's going to lead to mass shootings. That's one of the main key opponent opponents of of people killing other people because the other people are the problem. Right. So th- this this whole feminine, like like Jennifer said perfectly, it started off great. The feminist movement started off fantastic and then went absolutely. Poof, yeah. It just went to shit. And now I, go ahead. Go ahead, Jennifer. I, I just don't understand at what point we felt like we had to explain every aspect of our lives to everyone else. Why does everything have to have a label now? Everything has to be called something. You constantly have to make excuses for why you're doing what you're doing or why you look the way you look or why you believe what you believe. It's exhausting. Mm-hmm. People didn't used to give a shit, you know? You you grew up, you went about your business, you handled your family the way that you thought was best, the way that your parents taught you how to raise a family. I don't understand why everything has to be explained. Mm-hmm. I, I wish we knew the answer to that, JB, because that is actually, it's good you brought that up. That, why? When did when did it happen? Because there was a time we didn't have to explain ourselves, you know, but now you do. Every little thing, you know, from circumcising your child to homeschooling them from breastfeeding to, you know, gender identity, everything, everything is, you got to answer for it. Well, you know. It, it, it's, it is exhausting. And then on top of that, now we have the canceled culture where if you don't fit into the specific type of box, you're a quote unquote canceled. You're not a part of, you know, mm. and that's just creating more fractures and more boxes and more labels. <laughs> it, oh, my it, goodness. Yes. This is out of control. <laughs> cancel culture is real, y'all. And so <clears throat> so with me, I, I pretty much experienced the same situation so uh i'm cambodian and there's only like three hundred thousand of us as of 2010 so i I think there's more and um so we have a lot of disagreement when it comes to the cambodian genocide for example and like when i say something that's remotely right-wing like I, I was like, oh, I like capitalism. They're like, oh, well, Boone doesn't represent us, all Cambodians. Like the fuck, I never act like that. I did in the fucking first place, man. And, you know, yeah. it, it, that's it. So, I get kicked out in so many communities, which is it's it's normal because you're holding a difference of opinion, and I'm practicing my right to you know think you know openly, and I want to understand things. And so when you say, oh well, you can't think this way because you're or you are a, a a woman of color, for example, like or or Leon, for example, you know, when you're blacks, what are, like somebody will ask Leon or something like, what are your thoughts of the you know what happened here with you know the murder that recently happened? And um, we there's a you know Jennifer, you were <laughs> it was it was a very tense conversation that she had, and uh, it was not funny. To the people who laughed reacted to that post, it was not funny. It's not funny at all. A situation like that, it's very complicated. It's very intense, and it's not funny. It's not because I'm trigger. People lost their lives that day. Okay, period. I don't care if if somebody somebody died. I agree with that. But the family on their end, on the other guys' end, and as well. So you know, with this whole politics and stuff like that, it's just like you know, it's offensive to me because. You're expecting Leon, for example, as a black woman 
to think like a quote unquote black woman. You're telling me a Asian woman to think like an Asian woman. You're telling JB, you know, as a white woman, you know, check her fucking privilege. You can't do that shit because you're putting us in boxes and we are individuals. We think differently. Absolutely. We're not the same, yo. And so when you put us in boxes, it's fucking offensive because then you throw the feminist movement out the window because they want equality. But then when a woman speaks her mind, the fucking feminists are like, bitch, you're not on our side. You know, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Just having to be a representative, right? (laughs) Well, I mean, that's why it set me off that guy called you a bigot because I'm like, First, yeah. I first of all, how did you she how did you get bigot from that? You know? <laughs> and and this and first of all, you've been following her. I'm pretty sure her kid looks like my kid and we have been calling each other family since we've met each other. So I'm right. trying to figure out and she's even said if you notice we kinda of even look alike. I don't even understand how this how people can go and say that. Oh, don't 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 but see, I'm stuttering because that makes me so fucking mad. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm, well, people are Nazi at rallies. You have a little black woman at a rally being called a Nazi by some white Antifa asshole. Like, how, how, what? <laughs> and I, I, I've actually heard this. Your people died for, and you're over there. And they said, yeah, but Andrew Jackson actually killed my people too in genocide. And I'm, I'm here speaking on behalf of America. And I will sit here and tell you, fuck Andrew Jackson. I said, I'm also mm-hmm. black, but I'm also um, American Indian. I have pictures I had posted and I'll post them again. I look the spitting image of my great grandmother. And, um, and so I do have traditional recipes and foods that I was taught growing up. And um, like there's pictures of her and her tear dress and stuff. And I'm, I'm being called anti-American. Do you understand? I'm like... I'm like sitting here doing here, so okay, I'm black. But my people were actually born and raised in America. Okay, well, okay, we got there was the whole colon colonization thing going on. All right, well then there was all this land here, and um, American Indians started selling it, and then the government took over. All right, that was kind of fucked up. Whatever, cool. People make their decisions. We got to move forward here. And then I'm looking up now, and I'm doing exactly what my ancestors would have wanted. My ancestors would have wanted me to make the most of this. Who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Laying all that to the side. Who cares? Like, it's not, like, not who cares about your ancestry, but, like, that does, you shouldn't have to explain that much. Like, you're not a representative for all black people, and white liberals don't need to be telling you what should and shouldn't offend you. Exactly, or tell me how to be black. I've had more white people telling me how I should be acting than I, and, 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 and leftist blacks telling me how I should be. And I'm like, to the, the leftist blacks, I was in a, a nerd group, and they told me, oh, we don't trust you. We don't trust you. You know what? Um, you're ashy as fuck. Look at your politics. And I'm like, first of all, I'm, I'm libertarian. They're like, mistake number one, I'm anti-communist. Mistake number two, I said, niggas, I don't trust you, but you canceled me years ago. You all canceled me years ago when I listened to rock music and you said that was white people shit. Whatever. I listened to Miss Elliott too, but they didn't give a shit about that. I watch anime, so I'm, I'm the white people stuff. How in the world is anime white people stuff? It doesn't even come from white people. <laughs> And I hear, I heard all this stuff growing up about how I liked certain different types of culture, but I was raised to be, to accept and love different types of culture. That's how my parents raised me because I am multicultural myself or whatever it is you want to put 
Florida is his own race and culture, all right? People out there, Florida is just his own thing. And then I'm sitting here with my black counterparts, and I'm like, hey, I like your hair. I like how you braid it. Who asks you? Dark, ugly old boo. They'll say stuff like that, <laughs> big head. Look at that big old nose. And I'm like, so now you're mad at me for having more white homies because you all were like, well, you're canceled then, so I'm canceled now. How is it now indifferent? Whatever. Stay mad. I'm going to keep saying what I have to say, and I'm going to keep fucking with my boon and my JB. <laughs> I don't really care about too many people. I just lost a good friend recently because of the club. And I, I talked to JB, and I was sitting here like, well, I got all the love I need in the world. It's cool. Keep canceling me. Whatever. You guys realize <laughs> that there's three races of women right now talking to each other. You know, we're from different parts of the fucking world. You know, I'm Asian. JB's white. Leon's black. And, you know, this is the conversation that, that's happening between us right now. Because I don't know what world these so-called leftists are in. Because I'm the, I get along with these women. I don't see their race. I just see as their individual. I don't give a fuck what they look like. They can be goddamn freaking purple. I don't give a shit. You know, we're the ice cream. We're the ice cream. We're the, 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 the what is it? What is the ice cream flavor? We're the ice cream of the pumpkin. <laughs> you and you and JB just need to decide who's gonna be the pink one and who's gonna be the vanilla yellow one. But I'm pretty positive I'm chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or am I am I that we're having conversations, we're laughing, we're joking, and 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 I'm pretty sure we're gonna fucking party one of these days. All right, and so we're having this conversation, and so you're telling us how to think, what to think, and um, you know, I experienced the same thing with you as well, Leon. You know, a lot of people, you know, they they look at my my white boy that I'm, I'm married to at the moment. And, and, and we have a mixed racial kid. I mean, we all do, you know, us so three, you know, you know, and, and so like they, they say it all the time, you know, to be honest with you guys, I would love to be married to a fucking Korean guy. All right. Have you guys seen K-pop? Fuck. Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like when they sing money, 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 you know, it's like, hell yeah, BTS, that's a lot of their music. And it's just like, I would love the fucking puzzle fits down there. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's fantastic. But I'm in the United States and I, I, I like the white boys. And, you know, it's just like they're, they're, they're cute, they're, they're, they're beautiful eyes and, you know, miracle, you know, breaking in miracle. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love that shit. <laughs> you know, it's like that, that's what I fucking love. And this is just my thing, you know. And, and so, you know, I, I've been called, you know, race trader, you know, all the time. And I was like, you They're know, not. they don't understand. They don't understand how fucking racist the leftist ideology is nowadays. Yeah, it, 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 they don't see it. They don't seem to fucking see it because they have these set ideas, you know, jam into their fucking brain because of universities. You know, they they taught them that you know they they are you know lower than the hierarchy. So if you're Asian and if you're gonna try to fucking cancel me, just know that we're on top of the hierarchy here in the United States. We earn a lot more than in comparison to whites and blacks. Okay, so don't give me the my person th that shit. All right, we earn a lot of money. We earn a lot of money, and it's our culture. You know, we're trained to, you know, work fucking hard. And so my mom always taught me to never make excuses 
for your actions. If you are failing in life or you are doing something that you shouldn't be doing or you're committing your crime, for example, that's your fault. You made that decision. Of course, there are things that are, are out of our control. Okay. But, you know, remember that there are some things in your control and that's your action. You know, don't commit crime. Make sure you go to school. Make sure you go to work or, you know, things like that. But then when you start to say, you know, make the argument just like, you know, uh, the, the feminist nowadays, majority of the top-notch feminists are white scholars, right? So they want their oppression as well, in my personal opinion. You can't be the oppressed and the oppressor at the same time. It just doesn't work What's that like way. There's, there's a meme. Um, I, it was maybe a few years ago, but it was circulating on Black Twitter. And it was like a white people want to be oppressed so bad hashtag. And it's it's true with them. It really is. Like they want to be oppressed so badly yeah, that they, they make it up. <laughs> right? They I, do. I, I don't understand it. And like I said, not all uh, white people are like that. Thank God. <laughs> not all white people are like that. Thank God. But to me, I, I, I think it's just like they want to be, you know, like, it, it's to me, it's like listening to fucking some of these white rappers nowadays, you know, talking about, you know, getting shot in the hood. Duh, 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 you know, it's like, <laughs> You know, motherfuckers. I go, your bitch ass went to private school. Shut the fuck up. Chill the hell out. All right. So it's like, you know, hip hop. So, you guys, I'm a hip hop fan. And you guys know the theme music of my The Far Out Wisdom podcast is Asian hip hop. Okay. Some of these Asian people, these Asian rappers that I've come across with, I go, shut the fuck up. I go, you are from a wealthy family and you're talking about in the hood. No, you're not. You were born in the hood, bitch. Through that. You know? I can't right now. <laughs> you know, it's like, come on, man. And you guys know me. You know, I talk a lot of shit. And I like to call things out as is. Sometimes it's not as is. Sometimes I get it wrong. And it's okay. People are going to push back. But we just know that that the feminists nowadays, we know that you're not fucking depressed. You make more money than all three of us combined. Okay. So it's like these fucking scholars, you know, they make a lot of money. And it's, it's so interesting that, you know, they, they broke everything down. They, it's called promotize. They promotize everything that they say, you know, like fucking hot sauce is, it's, it's a form of toxic masculinity, toxic masculinity, you know, riding a motorcycle, for example, in JB, you ride a motorcycle, right? It's a form of toxic masculinity. You know, it's like they make everything a fucking problem. So when everything becomes a problem, you know, there's no solution. Because there's so much fucking problem, there's no solution to it. Mm -hmm. I've never caught more shit for riding a motorcycle than I have from women. Guys always think it's cool. They're super supportive. They never give me hell. They're like, if you need anything, sister, we got your back 100%. Um, at one point, I was president of a co-ed club. So trust me, I've seen it all. But I have never yeah. caught more shit about riding a bike than I have from women. And it's always women that ride on the back of their boyfriend husband old man whatever's bike it's never women yeah. that ride their own it's always passengers wow why is that you, you have like a i don't know that? you would think that um they would be super supportive but they're just not and they you know i've only met very few that have been supportive of me riding my own and i grew up in that life like right. that's not something that i just started doing my mother raced motocross mm -hmm. so um <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's one of those things. I think 
that this so-called feminist movement that they pushed on us, it has done very little to empower women, but it has done a lot to pit us against each other. Right. That's a good point. That's a good fucking point. And, you know, with, with me, like I mentioned, before we start recording, me and Jennifer were having a conversation about this. And like, um, like I said, I love these women and they are the ones that will put you up. But then there's some of these fucking feminists and I drop out of academia. Don't like it. I don't like the culture. I don't like any of that because I like to make people feel better. And I love to encourage people, no matter if they're, they're men and women. You know, that if you guys ever watch Mean Girls, that's a good example of how bitches can be bitches. Okay. So us three, we will confront you and we will punch you in the face. Now, I will punch you and I'll say sorry and I'll buy you ice cream afterwards because I'm nice. Okay. <laughs> I go, but I'm the type of person I like to settle things like what a man would do. Right. The reason why that I do it is because I don't like gossip. It's just not my thing. And it's just like the the chicks are just as worse as what men would be, right? But with men, they settle things a little bit different. So like, for example, with, you know, the women with the motorcycle, just say it, bitch. You know, it's like, come on, just say it. Just, just say what you want to say, right? I encourage anybody to ride the motorcycle. So JB does it. I'm scared of it. I rode a motorcycle one time and I got scared and I fell down and I cried like a little bitch. And that's just me, right? I'm weak. My femur. I almost broke my femur. <laughs> so it's like, I, that's pretty much how right. it is. I'm scared of that. Yeah, I'm scared of that shit. Not I'm good. Me. I got Ramsey'd. He, I miss him. I do. But the guy picked me up on his motorcycle from where I live to Jacksonville was about a two hour ride well it was not two hours on his motorcycle i assure you not and then he was oh, doing things like his fingers like touching his phone and i smacked his leg i'm like what, what, what are you doing over there stop that stop that shit like <laughs> wheels are like like motorcycles are not my thing now cars like if you have a car and it goes vroom vroom it's going fast i may not know nothing about shifting gears but if it's an automatic i'm tearing up the road in it like <laughs> I'm adrenaline junkie and I like speed like I was going in my mom's tiny little um edge and it was like two in the morning and I should know better in the back road there's deer but I'm sitting here like going up to 100 I'm like yeah like <laughs> there's only one life to live <laughs> it's not like I'm a bad passenger on the back of a bike too I hate being on the back of a bike because I'm not in control I like being in control of my situation. So, but I, I love, I love my bike. I love riding my bike. I encourage any woman to ride her own. Um, mm -hmm. I ride half, I ride better than half these idiots. <laughs> you ride a bike and I can't get you on skates. Let that sink in. <laughs> I'm not going to be on fucking skates either. I, I, I would not, I refuse to ride a motorcycle and I refuse to put road blades on me because it's just how I am. <laughs> All right, I would rather do fucking TikTok. All right, and then do that. Shit. I don't give a fuck. JB throws it at me. She'd be like, "You're on roller skates. How do you not want to ride a motorcycle?" I'm like, "Well, I can ask you the same thing." So <laughs> I am not. <laughs> I'm not. 
rollerblading or roller skating or whatever the hell. I'm not doing it. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like different tanks. And you know what? It's just like the world. They just need to chill the fuck out and just like everybody practice liberty. Do what you want to do. So we are almost so into hot. an hour into this. You said you're getting hot. Is your boobies coming out? Oh, my boobies just- have been out the whole time. Like when y'all get were talking, I got quiet. I was actually over here blowing them. <laughs> And like, how fucking big are your boobs, fam? Damn. 38G. And they actually come down. One used to be an H and the other used to be an I. So my boobies will literally tell you hi. (laughs) I cannot. (laughs) Oh my goodness. My, you know, it's like. 38G. You know, it's it, it's hey man, if it's it's if it's fucking flawless, leave it brawless. That's pretty much how it is. But how are you guys are handling like the COVID stuff going on at the moment? Are you guys working, both of you? Uh, oh, no, JB, you go. <laughs> um, it got shut down. So whatever work I was doing, um, I I work with a nonprofit uh, organization that helps veterans with PTSD, provide resources and all that. That got shut down. Um, and then, uh, I've basically been doing my art Mm -hmm. on the side, but it's, you know, no one's working. So if they're not working, they're not buying art. Mm. Yeah. And then, uh, bar that I was bartending at is permanently shut down. So I've been looking for somewhere else, but I don't think that things are going to go back to the way they were. I I don't think so either. It's getting bad up here. I mean, New Hampshire is open, but Massachusetts um, they're pretty closed. Um, for me, I, I, it cost me actually quite a few positions The I had actually got hired by a um, place out in New Hampshire. And the issue being is we have, we were moving anyway. And Danny's all like, well, you can go to work and I can just stay home with the children. And I'm just like, yeah, I can. And he's just looking at me laughing. And I'm like, you dick. You know, I can't because, you know, that's five children on a combat bed. That's, you know, and one's autistic. I got an ADHD one here. I got an ADD one and one with dead daddy issues. Like there's these kids are dead daddy. Dead, dead daddy issues. Dead, and so I daddy. even tried. I was like, well, I could just work the night shift. And he's like, you're right. You can't just, you can, you're right. I will just tell the kids that you're at work oh. when they wake up Do in the middle her? of the night. Do we drop her? Oh, no. No, I, I think like, her, her Bluetooth died. Hold on, hold oh on. shoot! Um, I can hear you. Can Coming you hear me? Progress. Where did she go? Can you hear me? There she is. There yeah, you go. I'm sorry. No, my screen was just like I'm. I'm trying to sleep, so you know it was like very. He was like, "You're right. I could just stay." Um, and when when you go to work at night, and when the babies get up in the middle of the night, like they always do, and ask for mommy, I just say, "Mommy's at work," and he's like grinning. I'm like, "Well, one of us gotta work." He's like, "I can't." Because they just laid me off too, so we're just—they laid him <laughs> off too. They laid him off too. Wow! And, and I so, mean, everything is fucking up. So what I swear we do to here, God, what sucks. we do here? Come here, baby. Come here, and you can sit right here. So what I do, like, if I'm not aggravating the hell out of JB and and poor Danny, <laughs> and and sometimes I aggravate you, sometimes I don't. I, I spend my time working out and training. Um. I hope my derby career kicks off for this time around. I really hope that they understand when they say derby's all inclusive for everybody. That includes Patriot women as well. But 
I am never stopping, even though I don't really, I post about my failures at it, but every day I'm in every morning, <clears throat> if I get upset, doesn't matter. I'm, I'm working out. So I, I've been just sitting here in quarantine, getting strong. And sometimes I could do waltzes and Daniel come over and punching in my, what he calls my meat leg. And I'm like, Oh, you son of a bitch. You just wait. 30 more seconds. <laughs> it's like everybody's getting affected. So, so with me, I'm, 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 I'm lucky in a way because, you know, it's with, with, I work for the County. So it's like, uh, it's mandatory that I, you know, go to work and, you know, expose myself to these things. But then there's a lot of situations where I am forced to kind of lay people off because of the fact that we cannot afford the person the body and it's really affecting everybody and 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 with the COVID-19 it's a very controversial opinion to have some some people are like a little bit to the right you know you, I'm not gonna I'm, I'm not gonna comply open everything up open the economy which I understand as well and then you have the left who's like oh well ooh, heroes the, are, the nurses are the heroes I understand that too and I go but what needs to happen is everything needs to open up a little bit slowly slowly one by one and it's starting to happen a little bit yeah. people need to go back to work because if they don't go back to work, you're going to have a bunch of fucking people with no purpose. This is what we talked Absolutely. about earlier. Absolutely. Yeah, when you, when a, yeah. So when a person don't have any purpose, if they don't have any job, they're going to commit suicide. It happens and it's starting to happen. For, unfortunately, we did lose some a, a little 13-year-old boy who committed yeah. su suicide because he was so afraid of the COVID-19. So I understand the people that are scared. I get it. I'm on your side. I understand why you're afraid of the Wuhan virus and stuff like that. It's 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 we don't have a vaccine for for anything like that. I understand that. But we're having little kids that's scared. You know? So it's yeah, go ahead. So it's like it, it it's like um the fear mongering is not helping either. Yeah. Okay? It's not. Yeah. It's not. And how is the media not partially responsible for something like that happening? How is yeah. there constant baiting, you know, people with fear, not responsible for a 13-year-old child taking his life because he was so terrified of something that has 99% survival rate? Mm -hmm. I know, like, that's ridiculous. That's it, disgusting. And you're not going to have the information. So I had to dig up for this information. So it's for... If for this to it, – it, it boggles my brain, and I, I understand you, there, everybody's afraid. We get that. We're not, we're not making fun of you, okay? But what we're saying is, is that stop with the fucking freaking out shit because freaking out is not going to teach you anything. And you learn this from combat veterans and stuff like that. Don't panic, and it's not working. Yeah. A lot of yeah. my friends are scared, you know, and little babies, Okay. They're scared too. Little teeny tiny babies. They're really scared too. And, and we have kids, you know? And so what do we tell little kids about the situation? We're, Mom, why I'm not in school? You know, why I'm, why mommy and daddy's not working? Are we, are, are we able to eat? You know, it's like the people on welfare over here that I see, you know, mm -hmm. um, they're affected pretty bad. They can't, the food prices went up. Everything went up. So how the fuck are they going to afford to pay for that? You know, they're down as is. You know, and so I have to lay people off so they can get benefits because they'll eat more on unemployment than they do with the job. Isn't that sad? Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's and so sad. 
And we're not on state assistance here. We don't get food stamps, Medicaid, none of that. And, you know, <clears throat> luckily, um, what we, we had already started kind of saving stuff anyway, because, you know, we have five kids here. And my, my dad, he sat down in Florida because Florida opened up his food banks, they get packed. And so he was able to mail us like shits, you know, little side items, you know, so that I didn't really have to spend a lot trying to go out and hunt. Um, I had, I have to say that I get that they needed to shut down certain things, but when I'm driving already like 40 miles to go in a store and I can't buy a hairbrush a hairbrush I can't buy lotion and I'm already in that store so now I got to go out of that store and go travel to another store I'm not making the problem any better and why because they had panicked so bad they had people feeling like if they touch any other items other than essential items that they could spread this thing far worse and that didn't help anybody on any occasion um far as my children I I was very honest with them I and we have lived as survivalists um, for a good portion of their lives. And they were already homeschooled for a good portion. And I had told them, they said, look, there is a virus out there. The virus is real. What we don't know is how severe it is. The news can say it's really bad, but it may not actually be that way. I said, but for now, this is why you have to remain inside and you're not, or you're not going off the property. And um, my my kids kind of generally, they get it. My oldest started to actually act out because he didn't understand why he can go shopping with me, why we couldn't go through the drive through why I wasn't doing those things. And I finally, I, I did, I took him out, I put him on a mask, told him he was not allowed to touch, not a single thing. And he said, what happened? Things are so different. Where's all the meat? Mommy, what, why are the lines like this? What, what's, you know, and he said, but this is the virus. This is, this is why this is the reaction of it. And, and, you know, for him, he understood, like he said, now I feel like a grown up. I didn't want my 11 year old to feel like a grown up, but my 11 year old has to be consciously aware of what's going on now because at, we don't know how bad I'm more concerned about the hysteria and the mental illness that this is going to cause than the actual virus itself. How do we know people aren't going to start like little insurgencies because they're fed up? And, you know, or how do we not know that people aren't going to go and they increase the suicide? Um, you know, suicide is very close to me because of, you know, my past with my husband. And right. that was my concern is um, that and women trapped inside with people with domestic violence are men. You know, what what's happening to these people having the quarantine? You know, I, I talked about it with Dakota's mother Um I had talked to her and she, she said, I, I'm afraid what would have been happened if he was here because he wouldn't have handled the social distancing guidelines. He, I would have been stuck inside with the kids. The mental illness with him would have got bad and the violence would have got bad. I know that for a fact. So just know that there's other people currently still in that situation and now they're forced to quarantine. Mm -hmm. What's the numbers going to be? How bad is the damage? You know? What what's gonna happen when those people do emerge after being stuck inside because they're afraid because the media tells them they have to be inside, you know, what what, what happens to them? Right, and like um, think about the little babies too. School was yeah the the little babies the schools were their safe haven. Okay, 
the place where they could get to eat, the place where they get to play, the place where they felt protected from the adults that actually care about them. So, you know, people can call us selfish. Oh, you fucking right wing nut job. You're fucking selfish. No, you're selfish because you don't see what's happening. The fucking damage because you're afraid of a virus. I understand that. We understand like the immunity, building up the immunity. But let's let's put it in this perspective. So the virus, I don't know the numbers. I don't have the numbers right in front of my face. Three computers for no goddamn reason, boon him. So like <clears throat> the numbers are are like what three million? Three million? I think I, I'm not really sure. Uh, I don't have my fucking Jamie. But anyways, uh, so here in Fresno, where I'm at, I'm in California. Okay, so we have the strictest kind of closed lockdown. But Gavin Nunes is starting to open everything up. Um, Elon Musk is saying, fuck y'all, I'm going to start the production of Telsa anyways, right? And that's what everybody's doing. The, the businesses are starting to open to say, fuck you. So the people are dying. But look at the numbers. Who are dying? Could you explain that to me? Who are dying? Is it the people who are older with previous health conditions? Are they do they have health problems? So if you really think about it, us three were vulnerable to the disease, right? I mean to the virus, right? But at the same time, you know, we do understand other people have they need to go to work. Okay. So when we stay home and then they go out, the healthy people, or if we consent and say, fuck it, I want to go out anyways, which we are doing, right? And so we have to think about it like that. Sweden did the same thing. They kept the unhealthy people in, the older people, the people with health conditions, stuff like that, with immunity disorder, whatever, you know, they kept them in and nothing. Their economy is fucking great. And yet here in the United States, it's just that we're not ready for a pandemic like this. And it hit us randomly and 2020 fucking sucks. And it's just that I'm willing to negotiate. This is the power of negotiation. I wear my mask. Some people don't want to wear their mask, which is fine. You know, I wear my mask. I choose to wear my mask, but I'm not going to get mad at the fucking patriots for not wearing a mask because they don't want to. So mm. I'm a patriot and I wear my mask if I got to go in stores and stuff. Yeah, I'm not you kind of have around. to. Yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna now if I'm going on a walk like I I went for a drive and I you know I decided to pull over and start walking around I'm not putting a mask on um when I was at the rally there are pictures of me unmasked but what you don't see is I was originally masked and when we were walking to this thing I'm sitting here like I'm starting to sniff because my nose is running because the mask is on my face and then I'm out of breath and by that point I'm like any other cat's gonna do. I'm like, fuck this shit off my face. Like, <laughs> and I'm standing there with my glittery sign and Danny's just like, it's okay. It's okay. I was like, I can't breathe. I'm not wearing it. You guys <laughs> notice that the people going out to protest the people are going out to protest the people. It's like, I don't, you see the fucking clown world that we're in, man. You know, it's like, you're going out, you're getting pissed off at the Patriots with their rallies. By all means, they have their constitutional rights to go outside, believe it or not. You know? right. It's called the First Amendment. Yeah, and exactly. all of a sudden, like, let, me, let me break this shit down. You're not going to tell me that I'm losing my First Amendment right because some virus with statistics that are so low as far as deaths, that it, uh, lower than the normal flu we deal with on a year-to-year -year basis, 
Mm-hmm. You're going to tell me that's why I have to walk around with a mask on, which completely goes against my concealed carry permit, by the way. I'm not allowed to be covering my face while I'm carrying concealed. Yeah. So now everybody knows I carry a gun on me. So you're not going to tell me that I have to first, you know, completely violating my concealed carry. Then tell me that I have to do this thing because you said so. These aren't laws that are in place, by the way. These cops are are coming up to you on the street telling you that you have to do this thing because it's the law. None of these are laws. These are mandates from the governor. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And the governor does not have a right to violate your constitutional rights, period, under any circumstances whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Exactly. A lot of people Absolutely. don't understand that. Absolutely. And it's like, and, and with me, like I said, I'm willing to negotiate with the Patriots and say, hey, if they want to wear a mask, by all means, I have nothing to say to them, you know, and I, I wear my fucking mask. That's what I do. You know, I, you know, what, guys, I have the Mortal Kombat mask, you know, Melina from fucking. Oh, that's Kombat. <laughs> so I wear that with her fucking that evil bitch. That, that's what I have. And I'm, I, yeah. So anyways, my, my mask is pretty cool. I like my mask. Aww. And so. So I have a like I had a cold and a flu, right? So I think about other people and I say, you know what? Some people are scared, some people are not. Some people don't want me to wear a mask and they're fine with it. And so if we just work together and understand what where, uh, where other people are coming from, I think it'll be a lot better, but it's just like the the both the left and the right can get a little bit too far in my personal opinion, but at the same time, I love everybody. You know, I, it's just this COVID-19. We're going to get through it all together. But Absolutely. Stop with the fucking pity shit. I'm so tired of it all. Like, you know, like the the the, the commercials, like, our heroes are wearing masks every day. I didn't see that shit in fucking Wuhan. You don't see that shit in Wuhan. They, don't do, they didn't do that shit in Wuhan. They fought the virus and they focused on the virus. They didn't go on fucking TikTok and shit and fucking dance and all that stuff. No. I think with us, us Americans, we kind of forget where we came from. And so I, my, my bloodline came here in the eighties. So it's not, it's, it's fresh, but I'm pretty sure you too, your bloodline has been here for a while in this country. So to me, you know, my bloodline were pretty tough. We were farmers. We work out in the fucking field with leeches attached to us, fucking sunrise and sundown in the rice fields. And so, you know, my mom always remind us, you know, this is our bloodline, be tough. And Hey, I'm not saying that, you know, the people that are scared that are pussies. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, is that, you know, sometimes your immune system has to be put into place and it has to work its way. It has to fight. Some, some you know, like my son, um, I don't know if you guys were pregnant. Uh, they told us not. Well, I don't know about your pediatrician, but my pediatrician for my son, they told him not to eat peanuts told me not to eat peanuts and i said no way he's gonna eat, i'm gonna eat peanuts and so he had built immunity to peanuts you know and he's the only kid in the school who doesn't flare up you know you, you have to i'm not saying go and inject yourself with fucking hiv or i'm not saying that but what i'm saying is, is just allow yourself to allow your body to do its thing because we are living in machines okay our immune system it's our body it's brilliant if we three bitches can pop out a fucking baby, our body can fucking fight this virus, you know? And I think I honestly caught it already back in February. You know, I felt really sick um, before I went to Nevada. And I think I caught it already. 
Um, it, I, I didn't felt like the flu. I didn't felt like the cold. I just didn't feel right. And so maybe I have immunity to it already. I'm not really sure. But, you know, in Wuhan and in Italy, they're having a second wave. So the fucking quarantine didn't work, did it? So it's, it, you have to allow it to work its way through the herd. Okay. Of, of course, people did die. Okay. But look at the numbers. Sometimes they do lie about the, the, you know, the death of the victim, you know, and it's just like, it's somebody's lying. And so yeah, lie a lot. <laughs> Jesus, it's just, I, 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 I don't know. It, it's just, it's just, everybody's like the crazy fucking town. And then I, today I was supposed to get my Amazon package and I didn't get it. And I got really mad oh, and I thought no. to myself, you know what, you, you know what, fuck it. I'm not going to get mad at this guy. You know, they're just doing their job. Everybody's just trying to get by. You know, the working class is just trying to work. We're all trying to live in harmony with one another. And if, you know, the patriots want to go out and, and, and do their thing, don't go out and counter protest them. You know, it doesn't I mean, you can. It's your constitutional right, too. But don't don't you don't have the fucking audacity. I mean, you have the audacity to say to them that, oh, you're, you're outside protest. You know, you're going to make us everybody sick. But your fucking bitch ass is there, too. I don't understand. You know, it's like. It's just everybody's just really fucking psycho. So, guys, I'm going to get ready for work. I'm going to take a shower. So, uh, you guys have any last word before we jam out? No. <laughs> I'm just going to say the same message I said at the rally. Just stay strong. Try yeah. whatever it takes for you to get to the next day, the next moment, the next second. Do what you have to do. And stay strong. You know, if that's buying stupid shit off of Amazon, or, you know, I'm not sure, Boone and uh, JB, I'm not sure you, but I, I've seen Kalimbas and how to make wire picture kits and all sorts of stuff pop up on mine, how to make ashtrays. If it takes you that to, to, to just keep getting through this, do what you I have to do. This is hard on everyone. If Even if you're a leftist, rightist, I don't really care at this point. If your mental safety is at jeopardy, do what you have to do to, to get out of there. Do what exactly. you got to do. Do what you have to do without violating anyone else's rights. Exactly. Absolutely. Just like, that part. Just like <laughs> also, my flag. Just like the flag that I have from Hong Kong. That's right next to me, which is the dragon. Don't fucking tread on us, guys. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I have my flag right here, and that's what it says. Don't tread on us. Don't tread on me. So, JB, this is your first time podcasting. How do you like it so far? Pretty cool, right? Um, it, it's an adjustment, but I like yeah. it. Yeah. It, it's, it's, a little, it's a little overwhelming, too, with so many people <laughs> talking. I'm like, do I, like, shut up, or can I talk, or what? So. Well, we, we burst your bubble. bubble so say, this is, there goes your cherry. <laughs> there's your, your cherry, woman. girlfriend. So there's some. <laughs> there's going to be one-on-one, but uh, this is your first time. You're doing three um, people. So you get used to it. Just like I told you, you remember when we were talking in Messenger, it's just like solo porn. You start solo with the fingering, <laughs> all right, and the solo anal, and then you're going to work with a partner, and then bam, orgy fest. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Like <laughs> All right, guys, as always, stay far out. Bye. <laughs>